Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission? Who needs my permission? And why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim. Well, Kim, we are back for another just devastatingly exciting episode of (laughs) Permission to Win. And we have a special guest with us again. It is Carrie Zarb. And no devastating whatsoever, just saying. But it can be devastatingly awesome. I was ex- I was excited to be back, and now I'm getting devastation. What happened? What happened, people? See, that's what I'm saying, David. <laughs> so welcome, Carrie, because Carrie, thank you for being our all-time supporter, our really not only our really coach, I guess we can say, our podcast coaching. She is like pushing us to be greater than we even knew we could be. Well, and this is the part where Carrie says, I think I was the only person that stepped forward today. So I'm here by default, perhaps. Shall I, can we call it default position of the guest of this episode? I'll take that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to feel like the default. We want, we do want to share with everyone that you have been there since the beginning. You've been there monitoring and maintaining and improving us since day one, episode one. So, This is, you know, this is just the natural progression of things. So it is. And it's been exciting to watch this podcast come to life from behind the scenes and listen to it when it gets released as well. So I'm on both sides and and that's the best place to I get a front row seat. This is this is super cool. Well, what it really does for us is it gives us a listener in Australia. (laughs) We're number one in Australia. (laughs) Number one. Yes. (laughs) Number one listener in Australia. We may have one in Tasmania, but that's kind of Australia adjacent. It's it's just Australia, David. Just FYI. It's still Australia. (laughs) Okay, children, I'm going to put the boom gate down. Oh. Because that's what Carrie calls it. We're chattering, but we got a podcast to do, David. Well, I was busy doing my thing. I was just saying, Hey, and how y'all and how's your mom and them. So, okay. Boom gates. What is a boom gate? I think Gary needs to give us the definition since it's her word. We learned from her. I think she can. I want to, I want to give my explanation of what I didn't understand. First time I heard it, I had to put it together, but a boom is an arm. In my world, in the video world, you you hold a microphone on a boom and that hangs out over the person that's talking and there's somebody standing there holding that mic and it's funny when it falls into the picture and they have to redo it again and things like that. So that to me, that was boom. So I didn't know how that connected with boom gate. So Carrie's going to explain that. Okay, so the simplest way to explain this and, and where this came out of my brain was when you go to a car park or a shopping center or an event space, you know, a large, a larger complex that has multiple car parks, sometimes in a basement, there's this boom gate that comes down and sometimes it's down 
like you can't just drive in you've got to grab a ticket and then the boom gate opens so it allows you to go into the car park likewise if it's paid on the way out you got to pay for your ticket and then again when you put the little receipt in the boom gate opens and allows you to go out so i've just seen these everywhere i've gone for i i can't even tell you how many years so that was just traditionally the boom gate but the second one here and i honestly don't know i would assume you have level crossings for trains mm -hmm. in in the states yep yep so they're boom gates as well so they come down and stop the traffic flowing so the train can pass so it's a barrier it's essentially a barrier to stop something and where i've flipped it into my brain is i boom gate things we can all boom gate things so can i just add that car park is a parking garage here <laughs> Yes. Just so anyone listening does not have to like get their um, dictionaries <laughs> out. It, it's the same thing. It's just in a different language. It's Australian instead of US, right? <laughs> Kim Kim is my brilliant translator and she's all, always, always doing, doing us all favors in the translation space. I love it. <laughs> I totally can visualize what you're talking about now. That arm that you pay for as you go into the uh, parking space before the concert or whatever it might be, what it is. And it's interesting is as I think about it right now, it's a temporary, it's a, it's a, it's a thing we kind of agree on that's going to stop. There's nothing to stop you from driving through this little plastic arm. There's nothing to stop you from doing these things. They are kind of an agreed upon thing that you probably shouldn't continue at this point because the train will kill you. So we definitely, you know, we don't want that. So we, we agree to obey the boom gate. You know, it's this, this is not a chain link fence. It's not a massive thing that stops you. So we're going to get, I guess we're going to get into this, but you know, it, when you're talking about boom gates with people or with time, I think what your analogy tells me is that it's easy to ignore this boom gate. So you have to have some discipline with the boom gate to not just walk around this, the side of it or get out of your car and just keep walking or, or whatever the scenario might be. There are consequences there to busting are. the boom gates. <laughs> there can be. And the flip side of it is, you know, if we're putting that boom gate down between us and someone else, because we need to keep them out of our lives or whatever, it's not like we're removing them from our life. We're just putting a temporary barrier right now. It's like right now, it's either not safe for me to be over there or not safe for you to be over here. One of those two things is happening. So please, you know, agree with the boom gate. But whether you agree or not, if you bust my boom gate, there are consequences that like, I can love you from a distance, but that mm -hmm. may get you off the list that can get access. Right. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't, if I see what you're, what you're saying there, if you don't agree to the boom gate barrier, we may put up thicker barriers. We may put up, put up some chain link and keep you out. We may block you. We may turn you, get you out of our phone. So you can't call us anymore or whatever it might be. And the other way to look at it, and this is just to continue the Boomgate saga here, another way to look at it is if the Boomgate is always open, 
what does that look like mm. if there is no barrier and the boom mm -hmm. gate is and you're always saying yes to whether it's friends or family or something in business if you're always saying yes how are you protecting yourself how are you protecting your time things you want to do need to do other people that you need to look after both business and personal so that's with the boom gate always open we need the boom gate and we need to be able to understand its purpose and control it we're the controller of the boom gate we get to make that decision on when it's open when it's closed for what reason and it's not being nasty it's it's to protect what we need to take care of whatever that might be and likewise if it's always closed and we're always saying no what does that mean are we missing out on opportunities are we are we missing out on having people in our lives for good reasons by having the boom gate closed all the time i'm going to draw on your car park analogy or as we like to call it the parking lot analogy uh <laughs> Let's think of a, a multi-story parking garage or whatever. You know, if, if you drive up to that thing and it says parking lot full and the gate's down and there's a sign that tells you why you, why the gate's down. And I guess what I'm trying to uh, be the, the analogy here is they want to affiliate with you. <laughs> but if, but if you're full, if you have all the clients you can handle, Basically, they're going to come in and just be frustrated if they if that gate's open and you leave it open. There's no parking spaces. There's no place for them to come in and park and be part of your thing. So they're just going to be frustrated, drive around, probably run into some other cars, things like that. That that's really annoying. So yeah, I, I, there's reasons for that to be there because again, it's permission, it's communication. There's a you know if you're doing it right, there is a reason that the boom gate is down. And there is a reason that the boom gate is open. It should communicate to you what is acceptable. There is a place to park. There is not a place to park. Or it's going to cost you to come in and park. Next analogy. <laughs> so I would like to add something to that though, David. Okay. When the boom gate is open and we're saying yes to someone, whether it's business or personal, we are saying no to something else. Mm. And when we're saying no to something else, we have to make sure that we're not saying no to our family or no to the really important things that we say are important. And I think one of the examples for me is I have people in my life that get frustrated with my boom gate of protecting my time. And if I don't protect my time, I don't show up for the clients or masterminders in the capacity that I can then I am saying no to my clients and masterminders and saying, yes, I will give this time away instead of concentrating on what I need to concentrate on. And it's not always going to be like that. It's not always intense, but if we're doing something new or launching something new, there's an intensity that requires extra boom gates. And I think that that's, from my life anyway, that's an example for me of I have to remember when I lift that boom gate, what am I saying no to by doing that? Because we think of boom gate is just saying no, but it's actually saying yes when we lift it mm -hmm. and saying no to something else. 
Yeah, you're you're like I said, it's it's an absolute if we do it right and we apply just a little bit of communication with it. We put that little sign out there that lets people understand what it is our intention our intention is. Then then they don't if you pull up I'm going to go back to an analogy, if you pull up along the street and you look over toward the car park garage whatever and you see the sign that says lot full you don't try to turn in there and and so that that means okay i can see that that's easy i don't have to try to turn now back out into traffic now do all these things so it's just it's just a simple level of communication that that lets people know kind of where you're at right now so can i talk about time a little bit more because two things i want i want to touch on with this because with our calendars, we can also have the temporary boom gates that was mentioned on our calendars. That could be a 15-minute boom gate buffer between appointments mm. where we protect our, our short spaces of time to have a moment between meetings to run and grab a drink or you know tend to something that we need to. And that's a very micro piece of a boom gate that we need to think about using on a regular basis. We need to protect our schedules and protect ourselves both both personally and professionally because without that buffer time as well, if you run over, and Kim, Kim spoke to this a moment ago, if you run over by a few minutes with one and then a few minutes with another and you're back to back, it's like doctors. By the end of the day, doctors run extremely late because they're constantly overscheduled or they run behind time because they don't you know perhaps know what patients are coming in with what issues and how long that's going to take and they're given particular time slots on their schedule anyone here in australia knows go to the doctor first thing in the morning because they'll be more on time than going in the afternoon i'm not sure if that's a thing in the states but that's what happens it's the ripple effect because they don't have many boom gates in their schedule to to help them if it's and, that 15 minutes is called a potty break as well yes <laughs> no as well absolutely yeah for sure <laughs> yep but yeah because that, that's self-care you have to you have to prepare yourself for giving the next person your all mm-hmm. and an internal joke that the three of us have is unlimited access or lifetime access and you can't provide unlimited or lifetime access to people just because you've got to lower the boom gate. And let me just put it like this. We're going to go back to the parking garage. When you pull that little stub, that is for a specific amount of time. If you go over that time, it costs more money or some level of effort needs to be done. It's kind of like when your guests come over and they hang out. And eventually they stay beyond when they should leave. There's consequences. I had a neighbor. He went over to visit somebody that I actually also knew on the other side of town. He, he came over for dinner and, and they said, well, Jimmy, we're glad you're glad you're here. We're going to bed. Uh, you can stay on the couch or let yourself out, but we're going to bed. <laughs> Cause he just didn't know when to leave. And so they, they, they lowered the boom gate and said, we're going up to our bedroom. We're, we'll see you later. <laughs> he was not there in the morning, so that, that helped. So I've got another one. <laughs> Please, Gary. 
So another boom gate that I like to bring in on the very rare occasion is the out of office boom gate on the email. Mm. And I only know this because I just did it today, in fact. <laughs> For the first time in I don't know how long to be officially out of office. And oh, there's something quite um, liberating about that experience, by the way. If you haven't done it, just do it just to play like for, you know, an hour or something because it, it feels good. But it is a really good boom gate when you put your out of office on your email account because then you're communicating. You've got your boom gate down, but you're still interacting with those messages coming in by saying, hey, I'm, I'm just not here. Like, sorry. And you make it light and you make it, you know, a little bit kind of fun as well. It's not, it doesn't have to be rigid, but the boom gate is rigid. That's coming down for that period of time. It takes your emotion out of it. You don't have to feel guilty yes. about you've, you've set some time parameters and you've said, this is, this is when I'm available. This is when I'm not available. They get that message and most people just get it and they move on. Okay. Well, I'll get with Carrie later or, or so like, for example, in your voicemail greeting, if you can explain to people the time that you're going to get back to them, or when you leave someone a message, not that we actually call people and leave voice messages anymore, but back in the day when, when you did that, if you could say, I will call you back between X and X. And this is not a show about all just about time scheduling and, and proper use of that. But, but again, it setting that expectation, the boom gates down, you're taping a note to the boom gate. So when they come back and are thinking about opening it, this is when it's going to happen, or this is when I'm going to reopen the boom gate and we can have all the fun that you want to have at that time because business is fun. <laughs> well, we have a, we have a boom gate down for this weekend, actually. And I know this will be like we're recording today and I know it will come out in a different week, but we literally are going away for our sticky note time weekend. And there are a bunch of us in this community that do it at the same time. Hmm. And I, I think that that's something to be like to be said that that is a temporary boom gate. But anyone who's known me longer than five minutes <laughs> knows that that's what we do. Like we have set times every year mm -hmm. that stay the same. And we are very faithful to keep those, those dates because it, it creates the momentum for the next quarter. Mm -hmm. So we are very faithful. If we didn't have boom gates, we would never have that time because everybody else registers. We're going to be off. So that's the time to bombard us. <laughs> Like that's the time let's all hang out. Let's all do this. But that's our time to really get serious about our business. Mm -hmm. And Kim, that's an absolute guarantee. The minute you are not available is when everyone comes out of the woodwork and needs something, even tiny itty bitty things from you right in that moment when you're not available. That's, that's just, I don't know. Is there something in the universe that creates that? I'm not sure, but it <laughs> happens every single time. <laughs> Washed pot never boils. So, so yeah, so, so the, the boom gate is a useful tool. It's, it's a safety factor for ourselves. It's a communication tool for ourselves and others. There's just knowing when to 
give people that permission that they, they can have our time or they can have our attention or those types of things, or when we need to protect that time and potential, potential, either way, <laughs> if your potential needs protecting, just let me know info at your permission to win.com. So one other thing about this before we like, you know, run out of time on this episode, I want to make sure that we also cover that there are people in our life that we boom gate. And some of those are pretty permanent. Like, I, I just want to mention that that doesn't mean that you don't love them or care about them. It means that you can't do life the way they want to do life. They bring drama into your world or they're always negative or they are not what I call your flavor where they're going to be contagious. And I think Mm -hmm. anyone we're around is contagious. I love hanging out with the two of you because I feel like, (laughs) I feel like we come out better every time we are together, but there are other people. When I walk away, I feel like I need a shower. Like, I feel like I just need to have a break because they just spent the whole time fussing and carrying on. And I think that's just another example of for our own sake, protecting us. And sometimes that's family. Sometimes that's, you know, not family, but we can love people and still put that boom gate down. And I just, I want to add that to this conversation because I think it's important for people to know it's okay if you have to put a boom gate down on a relationship because of those reasons. Like you have to be able to do life. You have to be able to show up fully in your life and fully in your business. And sometimes that requires some really hard boom gating. I'll give an example of a very difficult boom gate when your employer decides that they want to love you from afar. (laughs) So I have had the opportunity to, this is the words that were said. We really value what you do and you do a good job at it. We want to give you a chance to go do it for someone else. I don't so, call that a boom gate. I, I'm just, just saying, I don't call that a boom gate. Well, but. you're being fired. That is, that is a great big boom gate. And there are times that there is nothing more that, that, that can teach us any more than being removed from a relationship. And again, that has to be communicated for it to be effective. If you walk away from someone and choose not to interact with someone and they don't understand why, then they, they don't have the chance to really learn anything. But if it's that toxic person in your life, you say, I'm unable to engage with you in this way because honesty, you know, appropriate honesty, as we've talked about before, I love appropriate. then that lets them step back and say, wait a minute, maybe, maybe I'm the problem and then readjust their life. And maybe they can come back once they've addressed some issues. It's not like we're trying to control things in their life. We're just, we're trying to control things in our life and that's okay. The company was trying to control things in their life 
and I'm thankful to say that they were eliminating positions. They weren't just, you know, I just didn't get fired. So pat <laughs> on my back. And I'm sure that you have discovered David through that process though, that you had another opportunity waiting that was bigger and better mm-hmm. because a lot of times we look at it as a finality mm-hmm. and it wasn't, it was, it was something that there was a shift or a redirection, mm-hmm. but it turned out to be amazing instead of horrible. And I think a boom gate can do that reflection. It, it can be something wonderful. Like when, if I put a boom gate down on someone and they truly do learn different or they truly learn who their flavor is. I feel like that's a gift to them and me. Because mm-hmm. we don't know our potential until we have to stretch a little bit in, in current TV shows that have a limited budget or just back in the sixties and seventies when all the technology wasn't there and you couldn't just have a, a computer do it, you had a budget. And so you had to be creative. And so that boom gate of, cash and or time made you creative. It forced you to be, think of doing things in a different way. Back to my analogy or not analogy, but my story of, of being boom gated out of a company. I enjoy travel. I enjoy doing things. And I got to travel all over the state of Tennessee with that job. Within two months of losing that job, I was in Israel doing what I do for a project. And then I got to go to Oxford and meet people there and just all kinds of cool travel. And so it was really, really surprising the opportunities that opened up once that boom gate came down on that part of my life. And I was able to redirect into a new part. Boom gates can be a blessing. We take them a lot of times as hard, but the truth is they're actually something that can be a gift for us. Yes. Carrie, final thoughts? Final thoughts are the good, the bad, and the fugly of Boomgates has been explored in this episode, and it has been my pleasure to be part of this conversation. Well, we're glad that you you opened the Boomgate and allowed us to to join you in uh, the land down under. Thank you for letting us be inside your Boomgate today. So info at your permission to win, send us your Boomgate stories. We would love to hear them. That was .com. (laughs) I think they get it. Thanks for spending time with David and Kim. Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your permission, in the form of a five-star rating and review, will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win. Permission to win.